back from a holiday weekend on the Bet Like Mike Show, WindDailySports.com. A little three-day weekend here for uh, Bet Like Mike Show. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. And uh, the star of the show, as always, Mike North. How was your weekend? How was the, the 4th of July weekend bit. for you? Chopping at the bit, my friend. My weekend <laughs> was great. I said I was going to go on a diet Sunday because I ate good on Friday and Saturday, but I have no willpower left, John. So uh, basically, yep. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Yep. <laughs> I had two plates of candy last night after eating a nice dinner on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a Monday, it lasted one day, for God's sake. So I'm going to try it again today. But hey, you know what? It was a great <laughs> week. And what's funny is I had a great week, a uh, great day on Friday, including uh, the Dodgers and other teams that won for me. So then it carried into Saturday and Sunday. My only tough loss, Cam Davis. I had I had uh, uh, Neiman and mm, I okay. had Merritt as one of my six guys that I pick out of the top ten. Uh, and, and this Cam Davis hit a eagle on seventeen, just cut my throat. God bless him. But that's gambling. <laughs> what can I tell you? That is gambling. All I know is we got plenty of stuff. Thanks for tuning in, folks. The fastest twenty minutes in uh, sports. You got the borders here. Check out everybody here. Make sure you go. Make sure you follow. Make sure you uh, uh, digest what we're going to give you because Johnny and I have been winning, and that's just the way it is. Uh, we got uh, some things going on. First, let's talk about my hometown team here, the Chicago Cubs. You know, for the last two months, people have been picking at every little thing La Russa does. How could La Russa punt? How could La Russa do this? <laughs> How could La Russa do that? Before that, when he was hired, you had the woke people or the squares, as I like to call them, Say he shouldn't have been hired. He's too old. He's too this. He's too drinky. He's, uh, you know, had a DUI. You know, I, he shouldn't be hired. In the meantime, you got a team loaded with potential all-stars on the north side of town. I mean, household names. A team that was supposed to win more than one World Series in a 10-year span started in 2015. Gets lost 10 games in a row. And I have to say, as much as I said David Ross was doing a great job a month ago, maybe it was the team. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't had any moves. They've lost 10 in a row, and this team's better than that. And I think he should be probably at the end of the year on a very short leash. He had no managerial experience except sitting uh, in on telecasts uh, with uh, ESPN. Uh, he was a buddy. He was a pal of Rizzo, of all these other guys, of Bryant and everything else. It's a total disaster. This is not a team. This is a team filled, John, with guys that are hitting 230 that are on contract years, like Rizzo. Bryant's hitting 271, having a pretty good offensive power year, 17 homers. Uh, Bias. He's been been struggling, though, uh, Chris Bryant. Oh, absolutely. He's been struggling a lot, yeah. It's come down, and these are guys in their contract years. So, I mean, where a month ago I was saying we could challenge and keep this team together, it looks like now it's going to be wholesale selling uh, uh, come uh, come, uh, uh, August and September. Yeah, we kind of expected that. Well, at least I expected that though a little bit. This this seems like because I, I I you know was able to live it. It seems like the Phillies of 2010 2011 where, you know, maybe held on to a guys a little bit too long instead of trying to replenish, instead of trying to not rebuild, but kind of go through the new cycle of players and get other players in, you know, better players, players that 
you know, in the prime of their careers, but this thing may have ran its course. And I think, yeah, they're going to end up being potential sellers at the trade deadline. And I do think that means that this this Cubs run right now is probably the catalyst of it. I know they were thinking maybe a month ago, but now this 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 losing streak here, I think, is the catalyst to to actually end up selling at the deadline. One hit sure. wonders like the Bears of '85. I mean, that's what they are, and they yeah. weren't supposed to be. They weren't supposed to be. Listen to this. I mean, Chris Bryant, two seventy one, has a slugging percentage of five oh seven. Uh, 16 homers, 42 RBIs. How much money are you going to invest in somebody like that? I mean, you know, plus he's injury prone. Anthony Rizzo with a bad back, 249. Yeah, he's going to be the tough one to move. Oh, you can't, you can't sign, resign this guy. He's got 10 homers, 32 RBIs. I mean, I'd go, Wilson Contreras, who I happen to like as a catcher, I think a lot of people do. They've lost 10 in a row since the no-hitter that Zach Davies in a group bought. 235. 13 homers, 30 RBIs, and then Javi Baez, 230, under 500 for a slugging percentage. I mean, 19 homers, 52 RBIs, it's a disaster. And then the manager of the team, uh, to me, I'm hearing they're lax, the preparation's lax. What are you going to get with first-year or first-time managers? A lot of inexperience. Uh, I don't know. I think that I've watched a lot of baseball over the weekend. I've never seen a more talented team. I mean, their pitching isn't all that bad. You got an all-star as a relief pitcher. You got Hendricks. You got other guys. I don't think I've seen a team this talented lose 10 games in a row like this with those kind of power players in the past. Yeah, look, it's it's guys that's guys that have been around the major leagues and they had to kind of, you know, reinvent themselves in a way and I think a team that's a good example of of how to do this is San Francisco because Buster Posey is having a great season. Evan yeah. Longoria is having a terrific year. You know, Gabe Kapler and the Giants went in there and didn't say like, "Hey, Buster Posey and Evan Longoria are great players just do what they do. I, I think they kind of went in there and said, all right, let's, let's change these guys around. Let's reinvent them. You know, the, the, the major leagues have the, the book on them. They know all of their tendencies. So let's maybe change some things around for them and it's working, but you know, but I think the Cubs just kind of got stuck in their ways. Uh, in yeah. Way. Well, they're, they're in big, big, big time trouble. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I the Phillies look up. good, which is not a, uh, which is not good. <laughs> the what? Making they my Phillies play, look yeah. good. Yeah. That's not a good thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Phillies are good. All right, now we got the NBA tonight, and we got uh, the Milwaukee Bucks with Vachianis against Phoenix, who seems to be the media darlings right now. You got yeah. Chris Paul, the State Farm guy. Uh, you got Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah, State Farm is there. The State like State Farm name. guy. That's you got Aiton. His brother, Cliff yeah. Paul. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, they, they're fine. I could do without them. I don't give a damn. <laughs> But, but uh, you know what, uh, let's get a little preview of this deal. Uh, you know, is Middleton, I mean, Middleton is the guy. I think he's the common denominator. Uh, they've proven they can win without Giannis. Uh, but this is a different ball club coming in. If you're Phoenix, you have to feel good that he's not on the court. I don't care what anybody says. When I played any kind of sports, if you knew if you knew the best player on the other team or one of the top two players on the other team wasn't going to be there, it yeah. just brought up your confidence. That's how I'm looking at this right now. I look at the spread. I look at six points tonight. I don't know if that's too generous. Uh, we've seen a lot of upsets. Uh, but uh, it just seems like Milwaukee's had a more stressful way of getting here. 
Uh, Phoenix has had an easier way of getting here. Hard to believe, but most of the stars in their conference went down. How are you looking at this thing right now? Six points is a lot to lay. I know Giannis is out, but I, I do think Milwaukee still is a deep, talented team. And I'm not saying Bobby Portis is Giannis, but I think Bobby Portis can move around enough to defend that pick and roll that they're going to do with uh, Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. You know, Drew Holiday is going to be great, I think, uh, uh, you know, taking the primary ball handler and Chris Paul. So I think always first games to me are a little bit of a feeling out process, trying to figure out what the other team's trying to do. You know, it's you're kind of reacting on the fly. But uh, the Suns not are one guy, not one guy on either team has won a championship. Let's talk right. about right. That's the, that's the thing. I don't I don't trust the. I don't know if I trust the Suns too because everything is telling me that they should win this game and win it by a lot. But I I don't trust it because you're right. I, I think the inexperience definitely has a part in it. I think there's going to be some tightness here. Um, I, I I lean a little bit towards the over in this game, but then I start thinking they're tight. First game. Outside shooters, when they don't feel really loose, really comfortable, struggle. There's going to be defense played. So I'm staying. I don't have a read on this game. I really don't. I tried to get a read on this game. It's split down the middle between Phoenix and Milwaukee at the minus six plus six. And the same thing goes for the over-under. I mean, uh, to me, there's there's a better value on the board, even baseball tonight, folks. Uh, even though last night and the uh, over the weekend there was just plethora of good games, there's yep. a lot of even games tonight that I'm looking at. I mean, I, I, I got to be honest with you, folks, and I want you to stick around for the 15 minute mark. I got soccer today. Oh, really? The semi? You, you're gonna you're gonna bet some semifinals? Okay. I'm telling you, I, like I, I bet, listen, I bet Wimbledon the other day. Golf, I bet against her. Everybody oh, keeps, Wimbledon, good stuff. I, I bet I like Wimbledon. That. I bet the blonde girl from, what's her name, from the uh, Great Britain. Uh, she's playing today. Uh, she played Coco Golf. Who's, she's oh, uh, Angelique Kerber, the, uh, yeah. I think she's German. I'm going, actually. wow, okay, I'll go, okay, Golf is favorite. She's 17 years old, still young. I mean, when she hit Wimbledon, I mean, I heard you say the other day, she's our hope. Maybe for, American well, yeah, she's the, she's the next up and comer. She's the next big thing to me. I think you know, so. I seen 13, 14, 15 year olds. I know Capriati played at thirteen. Uh, Everett didn't win until her major until she was nineteen. So I'm not going to su- suggest that. It just seems Coco Golf looks the same as she did when she was fourteen years old. It seems like she isn't. She's the same size, same weight. It's a power game now. I saw a little bit of that the other day. I bet uh, 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 the, the girl from Great Britain, what's her name again? Um, I think you were betting Angelique Kerber. Right, Kerber. Yeah. Plus the 115. It, I got to be honest, it was easier. She beat, beat her in straight sets. So, you know, yeah, we'll see what happens. That was, that was, uh, that's the type of game Coco Golf is going to need to figure out because Kerber is a tactician. Uh, she, she great and with defender. shot selection. Yeah, she, she's great. Um, and so I think Coco Golf. that's kind of what she needs to work on, just shot selection, being a little bit more creative, and just it, that comes over time. And I think once she does get that, like Naomi Osaka, I think she's she's going to be taking over uh, very soon, I think, Coco Golf, She's got the well, talent, for sure. 
So you think that Coco Golf looks like two, three years will be the dominant player in tennis? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I think just a wow. little bit more seasoning and, and again, just being able to get on the court, getting in, in a ton of different situations, seeing a bunch of different styles. And I think that'll help her kind of, you know, uh, kind of evolve her game and refine her game. And now, she, should, she should be great. She has the talent for sure. She has the talent, but there's other girls that are talented too. And I, I know she played a more experienced player. That's one of the reasons I took that girl. And that girl's been in the winter circle before. Yeah. So, you know, Kerber's good. She, and Kerber looks great too. She looks really good right now. And then I bet the underdog since I won that bet with the right. underdog. So I bet the guy playing Federer, the Italian guy. Ooh. I don't care. Federer destroyed the guy. I mean, yeah. the guy got off the yeah. good start. <laughs> you know, he got off. He won a game or two. I'm going, hey, I'm looking good. I'm like plus 300 here. I mean, this is going to be great. Destroyed. I mean, Federer is still a marvel to me. The guy yeah. looks exactly the same and, as he and did. He's like getting better as the he's getting better as the tournament goes along. He didn't look good the first couple of rounds, but right. the more he started to get along, the more he got his feet under him because he's not playing as many tournaments. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's let's just say he's warmed up at this point, and I think he is ready to make a push. But the unfortunate part is he's eventually going to run into Novak Djokovic, and that guy. I I don't know who's going to beat him at this point. I really don't. He he's just a machine. I give Federer a better chance on grass than anything yes. else. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, and because of the surroundings, I think because he's a family favorite there, uh, there's no doubt he's one of the top three tennis players who ever lived, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. And I've seen them all, um, even Rod Laver. That's how far back I go back. <laughs> they had wood- I go so far back they had wooden rackets, folks. Believe me. <laughs> They said there's a new thing coming out, aluminum rackets. I go, whoa, aluminum rackets, holy Toledo. You know, now they come out with 15 rackets, 15A, got 10 people sitting in the stands. Uh, Wimbledon still tradition. I like the way that they put the roof over it finally. I do too, thankfully, yes. It rained the other day. Federer was playing. Are we we getting to a point where almost every stadium, no matter what, needs to have a roof on it? If the Bears build a new stadium in Arlington Heights, Illinois, they don't put a roof on it. They're, they're yeah, they're, they're morons. Yeah, right. Like at this point, if you're building a new stadium, and the you same need for to have Philadelphia. The yeah, next absolutely. stadium in Philadelphia 100%. should have. I mean, enough is enough. Yeah, nobody wants to sit. I, I remember again three or four years ago, I had buddies that went to a game. It was Eagles Dallas, meaningless game. Nate Sudfeld started six nothing, and it was in six degree temperature. I've been to so many cold weather games, man. It's ridiculous. Put a dome. Give me a dome. I mean, the only place you can't put a dome on is like places like Fenway and Wrigley, you know. Although Uh, Wrigley's starting to look now like you could put a dome on it and get away with it with the big video boards and everything else. So, (laughs) hey, you know what? It just, it just, that's the coming thing. You want to get free agents now and stuff like that. Like I've said before, maybe Tom Brady says I might want to play for the Bears if there was a damn roof on the place. But there was no way he was going there without one. Okay. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, for after a long weekend, people still groggy. What can wake me up? What can wake you up? Some cold water in the face? Huh? A beautiful beautiful chick on the cheek? You don't know who she is. She just comes up and gets you. Whoa. You wake up. A bunch of puppies. Who knows? Running at you. What can wake you up? A nice lunch? No. As fireworks were going off, a part of Americana, the other part of Americana was resting. That's right. Our picks. 
on the Bet Like Mike show or the Be Like Mike show. Today, I have two picks. So how many picks do you have, my friend? I, I have three. I have three. Picks. All right, you could go first because I got two. Go ahead, Johnny. So I'll start with the Phillies at minus 134. We talked about the Cubs and how bad they've been. Uh, oh. you know, this this losing streak's not going to last forever. So I know if you're a little bit timid because, hey, 11 straight, that's you know hard to do. But take I had the Phillies last night. Did you? That's, I, yeah, I, I think they're a good bet even here, too. Uh, Jake Arrieta has okay. been horrible lately. You know, I, yeah. I think they're going to want a little bit of revenge against Jake Arrieta uh, because he hasn't been – he wasn't very good in Philadelphia. So I hope they crush him, and I think they do end up getting to him pretty good. I'll take the Phillies minus 134. Okay, now, yeah, minus 134 with Arrieta struggling. That's, that's not a bad way to go, folks. Oh, hey, oh. Oh, Italy. Oh, Spain. Oh, uh, little Euros. What time? Dose o'clock. Hey, you got to tell me. <laughs> you got to tell me what time the game's on. I know what time's the game on, Charlie. So, tonight, I'm going to have two picks on this game. First, I'm taking the under two and a half goals. Okay. If these are two supposed to be two of the best teams in the world, okay, I don't want to see no four to one game. There shouldn't right. be. There shouldn't be. So I'm going to go the under two and a half. It might be two by now, but I this morning I checked. It's two and a half. That's what I'll take it at. Okay. So I'll take the under. <laughs> That's right. You heard it from me first. Yeah. He's been around the world. He's been everywhere and he's handicapped everything. Soccer, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the under. John, back to you, my friend. Uh, I'll take the Marlins first five money line plus one zero two. Uh, Pablo Lopez on the mound, and he is a damn good pitcher. And this is, I know, I know it's a little bit scary because you know, obviously, plus one two, it's a little bit short. But Tony Gonsolin's not any good, and I do think the Marlins a couple of runs and the the, the beginning of the game here. I'll take Marlins first five money line. I think Pablo Lopez. Nice. And we're rolling, folks. When you when you listen to the show, you never have to wait. You never have to wait for anything. We give you your picks right off the bat. Now, oh, hey, Philly cheesesteak, no way. Italian beef, man. <laughs> Chicago, oh, what are we gonna do? Another bet. I'm betting the draw. Okay, in Italy, Spain, at plus two fifteen. Oh, you are all over this game. I love it. I love I, it. Yeah, I could be all do tomorrow, but I looked at the board. There was nothing in baseball worth a damn. Almost took the Angel, uh, almost took Tampa Bay over Cleveland. I said, nah, it's not a clear enough read. Nothing in basketball. Oh, but I'm going against my countrymen. I'm going against I'm I'm riding with Johnny Rahm and his Spaniards, ladies and gentlemen. So a draw today which means I'm rooting for both teams to tie and the under two and a half. And you got one more, my friend? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to go to the NBA. It's just, it's tough because, right. It's it's pants. really tough because I this do like a couple of them and it's just, because, you know, I don't know what these teams are going to do, you know, how they're going to match up okay. against each other. I will take DeAndre Ayton over an 11 and a half rebounds. Uh, I think without Giannis there, you know, they, they are losing something. And I think 
DeAndre Ayton's going to be all over Brooke Lopez, but that means also probably clash, crashing the boards just as well, too. So I'll take over 11 and a half rebounds. Okay. Great. Okay. So you got uh, tonight, you got Miami. Yep. You got Philadelphia. And you got Ayton, who, by the way, I do like because he knows his first job is to get rebounds. Yes, he but does. He scores. And he's the better but, player at this point than Brooke Lopez, I think. Yeah. Well, don't forget, Bobby Portis is down there, too, is a beast. Yeah. He's playing for a new deal, too. Unlike the Cubs, he's actually playing well. Um, And I got a draw, and I got the under two and a half, folks. Love it. Euro action. Remember, tell everybody about our show every day, 11 o'clock, a 20-minute listen. It's the easiest listen going. So long, Johnny.